Guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. And without further ado, man, we're diving right into this bad boy. We got Kim Kim. We got a part two, a challenging experience. So many great things she learned out there while living in Singapore at the age of 16. I'm not going to get into the details. I'm going to have her tell you the details and then you're going to hear my feedback. So here it is. All right, so let's hear it, Kim. Okay, so... One of the experiences that I have faced that I find it's quite challenging is when I moved to Singapore all by myself when I was 16 years old. It was actually my first time living alone in another country all by myself without a host. And that is very challenging because I myself have lived with a housekeeper all my life, I don't have to do my laundry, I don't have to do housework, I don't have to clean up my bed all by myself. But now that I am living alone, all of that duties has become my duties Mm. to do with. I have to learn how to properly iron my shirt. I have to learn how to do my laundry right. Because sometimes your shirt can be very wrinkle if you didn't wash it in a proper way. And not only that the housework has become one of the challenging part. Another part is the language. Language is one of the most difficult thing that I have faced because in Singapore, there are many, um, many people living in there and they're from India, Malaysia, Indonesia, or even China. And language are quite diverse their diversity of the languages is very large you know and sometimes people mis misunderstood that I am from China and they once used to talk to me in Chinese which I don't know what do they mean by that Chinese sentence so communicating in English is very hard when you have to listen to different types of accent that comes from different countries And it took me quite some time to get used to it, but I got there. And the next part would be being homesick. Homesick is, it happens to me when I was, when when, um, the first week that I moved to Singapore. Hmm. Um, I cried myself to sleep, I have to admit. And because everything is so different from my country, how you drink, how you eat, The food or even places is different. So normally you get homesick. And last but not least is all about money. Cause the the money that you have to use, you cannot use as much as you can use in Thailand. Cause Singapore, their their money currency is much higher than, than Thailand currency, right? So I have to save a lot and I have to think before I buy or before I purchase or any services or goods. So what I learned from being alone in a foreign country is to really have a discipline in yourself about housework, about money, or even how to get going from your bed to your class, even though you're lazy. And I learned a lot from 
being alone in a foreign country and I adapted to use with my everyday life now in Thailand as well. Oh, okay, again, it was good. It was, it was a little long, but it was good. It was good. You, you know how to guide yourself. However, we gotta mm -hmm. learn how to speak in the past tense. There were some times that you had said past tense, the past tense verbs, mm -hmm. but you kept using present tense because again, you're used to it because in Thai, you have only oh, right, right, tense, right? right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But there were times that you went from is to was, is, was, is, 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 was, is, 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 was. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. okay, I know exactly what area we definitely need to get good at. Past perfect, past simple, past continuous, uh, past perfect continuous. If we could get around those, you're going to be all right. Because I know they're going to test you in all forms of, you know, tenses, including conditionals. Uh one of the most difficult things with an S, no problem, small grammatical thing. I'll make a nice little write-up in a Word document for you with that. Homesick compound now, not bad at all. Uh, and again, you used a variety, you didn't reiterate anything. You had a nice little system, we just have to make it shorter. Uh, what I laughed about, you said Chinese sentence. So I was like, what is you talking about? Oh my God! I, it's so not... nervous. I was like, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> but no, but no. Overall, again, this is your kind of part two. Okay? okay, this is the first time. Oh my God! When did we do this? This was like 2017 at the very beginning, or was yeah. this 26? Yeah, at the beginning of 2017. Yeah, at the beginning so of 2017. It's been yeah, yeah, it's been three years. You got everything. What I'm going to do, I'm going to just show you a bunch of progress along the way. Um, and there it is, people. So one thing I really want to focus on is that Kim Kim, this was, be this was before the pronunciation podcast you heard yesterday, right? So if you hear her speaking, she sounds like a textbook, right? Exactly how you read a textbook. That's how she sounded like. So that was one of the biggest things that I wanted to address because, again, she normally lets it flow, like you guys heard in yesterday's podcast. But in this speaking, which was before the other, uh, what is it, the other event, I noticed that she wasn't just letting it lack. She wasn't letting it flow. She wasn't connecting the final consonant with another consonant or another vowel. And then that's when I said, hey, Kim Kim, you're sounding too proper. Now, if unless you go to Harvard or somewhere, I don't want you sounding like that because that is completely unnatural. So you guys, that's one thing that I address. Another thing is because the Thai language has only one tense, the present, it's very difficult for Thai speakers to go from back to forward, back to forward. You know what I mean? So this was the first time I was able to critique her and say, Oh, I see. You're not using past tense verbs as often. So then I made it to I made an oath to myself and said, you know what? Okay, we gotta we gotta implement. We gotta install past simple, past continuous, passive voice, reported speech. Um, what is it? Uh, past perfect continuous. Um, what what was it? what are some of the other ones? The future part. A lot of different things that like it involves using past tense verbs. Okay, so this is one thing that, of course, I'm going to be coaching her on over the 12-hour package that she had purchased. And, of course, she's probably going to purchase maybe another 10 to 20 hours on top of that, too. So 
Nonetheless, man, it's so good to hear her again. Nonetheless, her storytelling is impeccable. You guys should have heard the, the, the real stories that she ended up talking about right after this, which was really, really funny, but I won't get into that here. Uh, but, um, yeah, yeah, guys, it's saying that, man. If you guys are interested in coaching or in anything else, uh, please let me know. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Make sure you rate me on the Apple Podcast. That's right. If you guys are listening to me on Apple Podcasts, I would love for you to give me a rating. I have literally three ratings. If someone gave me a one star, and that probably was a family member that is just angry that I'm doing very well. So, guys, please boost my rating because I have three ratings. This is a one's a five star, one's a three star, one's a one star. None of those one stars or three stars make sense. So, guys, get in there, become my fan club, start posting comments in terms of what you enjoy so much, and I would greatly appreciate that. And saying that, guys, stay tuned for another one. Over and out.